Welcome to All Places Together, a place where stories are shared. Stories about life before us, stories about what happens between us, and stories that have yet to bloom. Here we believe that our stories are connected to one another and rooted in God's radical love for diverse creation. Wherever you are, whoever you are, however you are, take a deep breath. Here is a story for you, a story called Along the Trails. Today we welcome Pastor Sarah Hess to All Places Together. Sarah is the new Director of Sales, Marketing, and Communications at Caroline Furness Lutheran Camp and Retreat Center, which is one of two Lutheran Camp and Retreat Centers found inside the Virginia Synod. Sarah's blood bleeds purple as she is a passionate and proud James Madison University graduate, as is much of her family. Her favorite hobby right now is mowing the grass, just the peace that she gets from being outside and that feeling of accomplishment. And her and her husband, Dan, are dog parents to two wonderful fur babies, Luna and Max. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us here at All Places Together. Thank you so much for having me and that great introduction. It's so good to be here. I have to ask again, both of our dogs are named Luna. Is yours Luna from Harry Potter or the moon or something else? She is Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. Um, She has one little ear that sticks up and one that kind of sticks down. And she had that when she was a puppy and she didn't grow out of it. And so she's a little, uh, her nickname is a little Looney Tune. um, And she is, yes, Luna after Harry Potter. (laughs) And once we found out that you had a Luna too, we knew we would be really good friends. So it was meant to be. Yes, totally written in the stars. Does Max have a fun nickname? Now that I feel like I know Luna's, I got to know Max's too. I, I wish he did, actually. We felt really like we had to continue the Harry Potter theme and probably could have, um, but he was just, um, yeah, he just became Max for us. He doesn't have any uh, cool story uh, for him at all, no. <laughs> well, you saved him during the pandemic, and that's a really cool story. Yes, he was. A mountain dog with a broken leg and when we found him and um, some parishioners of ours uh, had posted that they had found him and when um, it said that he needed a home uh, I turned to Daniel and said well we have a home <laughs> so um, he has been with us ever since so Luna is three and Max is one and a half or so and they are both January puppies we assume so they're both rescue so we're not quite exactly sure but they definitely have even though they're not related other than they're part of our family and brother and sister in our family there they look a lot alike but are not uh, from any of the same things but yeah (laughs) I love that we have a home and that leads so well into our first question which I know because we're friends is a little bit of a complicated answer, but Sarah, can you tell us where your home is and what makes it special? I was just sharing with Pastor Colleen a little while ago that when um, Colleen had asked me to participate and join you all for with All Places Together for this, that 
Um, I knew because I'm an I'm an avid listener. Uh, I'm a podcast listener. Um, that this question would be one of the first that you would ask me, and so I was thinking about it as I was literally driving behind my husband Daniel's, and he is in our U-Haul truck as we were moving, um, and so. Um, right now, we are, for all those people who are like in that in-between kind of space, we really feel that because um, we have just moved and just began and started. Um, and so now we call home uh, Caroline Furness Lutheran Camp and Retreat Center um, in Fort Valley, Virginia, which is not far from Washington, D.C. We're probably about an hour south of Washington, D.C. We sit kind of in the valley of the Shenandoah, um, in the Shenandoah Valley, and we're a little bit north of Harrisonburg. Go Dukes! Uh, I'm a JMU grad, um, and we sit on either side between Luray and Woodstock when you're driving up 81. So we um, have come to find ourselves making a home here at Caroline Furness. But in many ways, it is like coming back home. Uh, Daniel and I uh, served as summer camp counselors here when we were in our summers at college. We served from 2000, I served from 2010 to 2015. We met each other while we were here. We were married in the chapel, Old St. John's Chapel, that is here on the camp property. Um, And so this is a really special place to us. But it's been some time since we've been back to Caroline Furness because we have left and gone to seminary and um, served our first calls. And so this is a time of re-entering and making home um, a place for us. So we live here on camp property um, where I'm talking to Colleen from today with our two dogs, Max and Luna. We are just making this space home. Literally, I'm surrounded by the boxes that still need to be unpacked, Um, but we are making it um, into home and familiar. And so it's a re-entering into a chapter of some ways. It's kind of like that really wonderful chapter that you read in a book and you haven't picked up in a while and you go back and you open it up and you're new and it's and you've changed since the time that you've come back here. So I'm really excited to discover and make home um, this place. Yeah. And it's such an interesting time of year to be making that transition. And like in some ways, as you were sharing this, I was thinking about, well, it's almost the new school year. I know like some kids have already gone back to school. Um, some students still have yet to go to school. So Like there's always that newness, I think, that comes in this time of year. But then it's almost like you're having the opposite experience of the people. I guess I actually want to say the opposite geographical experience because perhaps it is the same in some ways of the counselors and the staff who just left Caroline Furnace to go back to whatever their, you know, school year lives are that that they have left, but you have arrived. Um. And that idea of they're like going back to school or back to work or whatever it is, but they're not at that place anymore. It's like a lot of layers to that. Yeah, it's it's and we've I've kind of dug into some of those layers. I got the wonderful opportunity before we moved here um, to be able to serve as the chaplain for a week of summer camp, uh, which was a amazing experience to come back in. And we were able to safely gather 
um, campers and counselors together and they gathered in cohort groups and so we were masked um, in that time but it was it was for me it was there was a lot of emotions behind it because so much of this place is the same the the dirt is the same and the smells are the same and the campfires are the same and the trails are the same and um, that the place itself changed much and there's improvements that have been made in our property and our facilities but the people um, that were gathered when I was here on summer camp staff um, those people have changed and those folks have moved on and done all sorts of amazing things that have gone from Caroline Furnace to other places um, and so to come back into it and engage with a community that is the summer staff that was kind of creating this community for this summer and having experiences that I knew so well it was um, neat to kind of engage in that uh, and still kind of finding the words for how I felt about it of just re-entering all those feelings and having having had so much time between um, coming back to it and, and stepping into it it's it's been it's been nice it's been exciting and brought all sorts of emotions too of course as all of those big transitions do so I may have an idea about what your answer could be to this next question. Uh, you're actually the last in our series of interviews that will be answering this particular question. So can you tell me about one of your favorite places and how God might have been with you there? Absolutely. Well, when you asked the first question, I knew that would be hard, but I knew the answer to this question almost immediately. <laughs> Uh, my favorite place, one of my favorite places is um, this camp, is this retreat center, is this space that's nestled in between the Massanutten Mountains um, in Fort Valley, Virginia, that we call Caroline Furnace. And I mean, it's vast in all of the land that is here and the spaces that it surrounds. But what I had said too earlier is a lot of my favorite part of it is the the people, the community that gathered here and surrounded me. And so the memories that I have of serving on summer camp staff um, and being given a role where I was able to build confidence and given responsibilities. I mean, um, as a college student who said, okay, here's six um, eight-year-olds and you're to be able to you're going to be fully responsible for them first from sunup to sundown and all night and I mean it's quite a responsibility for those who can relate to summer camp and that that experience but I was really able to find my voice um, and was empowered by uh, other staff members but also the leadership here who gave me the opportunity and trusted me to do to to lead um, and most importantly to share faith. It was an opportunity for me to express that and share that with others, with campers and with other counselors and experience God in this really intentional time and set apart place. And so there's multiple places on camp property that I think are my favorite, um, but one of those. Okay, uh, good. Is... I was going to ask because I was like, there's got to be like <laughs> some special actual like little places that you could drop the pinpoint and like the memory it's just like it's like right there so yeah let's hear tell me all about it one of my favorite places on camp property is actually um the cabin porches um so, so we have in our cabin village we have about eight cabins that surround um 
our lot, our main lodge where we eat all, we gather for meals. Um, and so there's these eight cabins and there's a porch on each one of the cabins. You a couple of steps up and you can sit on the porch and there's a bench there. And that's the place where you gather your whole cabin group where you head out to do anything. Um, but one of the reasons that I really love that place is when I was our program director, I would come do cabin visits, porch visits to each of the cabin groups and just check in on the counselor who maybe was sitting outside reading a book on their, their porch um, by the little porch light that was on as their cabin was asleep or um, was waiting outside as the to get ready and set for bed and brushing their teeth and, and getting into sleeping bags and having flashlight time. And it was these really holy moments I got to have with the other counselors to check in and see how their day was going and what they had experienced that day, what may have been challenging for them or something that had been really exciting for them, how their group was doing. And so um, even just in like the, the most of the time it would happen once like the sun went down and everybody was starting to wind up uh, for bed, but sitting on the cabin porch um, and having those conversations with other counselors and, and how their their weeks had gone and their days had was just a really special place. I mean, I think too, even outside of summer, summer camp holds eight weeks um, out of our entire year and but we also as a retreat center and so there's so many beautiful conversations that happen happen um, on a cabin porch um, and have conversation together and are able to be together so i think that's probably my favorite place is the cabin porches <laughs> it's so interesting with the porch how it's both the place of the cabin but then also is like this transition point into nature and you know, to be able to see the trees or the skies and the, the stars in the sky, like especially at night, like it's just, it's such a beautiful place to be able to like have those conversations. Um, and I imagine, you know, I can just see it if the kids are getting ready for bed and hearing like the giggles or perhaps like the really loud thud if someone's dropping down from the top bunk, yeah. like kind of all of those really like holy noises of what it's like when you have yeah eight ten year olds sharing a space and like <laughs> what that sounds like and getting to to come with that counselor to connect that's just it just feels so holy yeah I mean those just like really holy spaces um that really like when I think back on my summers and even the time that I've been here of just when life often gets crazy and so just I'm thinking of right now the the craziness of our house living in all these boxes and as I've stepped outside onto our porch and um, taken the dogs outside or just stepped down to grab something from the car been able to really like take that step outside and step with my feet on those steps and just like transition into like the grass and really just feel myself be able to breathe in a way that's like really different from inside that transitional time of just like <sighs> like okay like there are, we can step out here and there's no walls and we can really be in nature and really experience and breathe deeply into all that like God has given us in this space and really embrace it yeah a beautiful moment. 
So are there other pinpoints on the camp property that are really important to you as well? Or is the porch like the favorite kind of specific place that you have? I think the other places that really, um, when I think about this place and I think about the people and the the times that I've had here are just, and it, it's not one specific trail, but just all of the different trails, I think are a place, and I'll, and I'll tell you why, and that to get from our cabin village down to our main field where maybe we would play a game or to get from the main field to the lake where we might have our swimming time or our canoe time, there's different trails that you would take to get there. And I just, these were always the times that I found myself walking um, with campers as we traveled down from one place to the next and had some really holy conversations just in that time of traveling to one from one activity to the next or wherever we were going um and in those like transitional times where we found ourselves just like taking steps across little roots and and rocks and we have pretty like it's a pretty rocky terrain where we are where especially this summer it was quite dry we didn't have much rain and so there's a lot of dust that's coming um as we walked these trails and headed to different places and just had really wonderful moments of conversation of getting to know campers and how they were experiencing their week um, and how counselors were doing and just those moments of noticing things and playing games as we walked or uh, alphabet games or whatever it may have been, but um, making meaning out of not just those specific activities that we have. I think when you think of camp, you think of, oh, I'm going to go swimming in the lake and I go canoeing and I'm going to do this, but like capture the flag, which I actually didn't really like doing. I really would always just try to be on the side and be like the (laughs) judge or whatever. And the kids who didn't like playing, they'd be like, oh, Colleen, can we sit with you? And I was like, no, actually you can't. Like, this is my time. You (laughs) need to go play. But other big games like that, right, that you like love. (laughs) But there's these moments of like really like beautiful reflection and conversation. Um, there's this wonderful story that was told to me by a counselor um, and um, it was shared with uh, our executive director, Tom Powell. And um, it, the story goes that this, this, this camper was walking along and having this conversation with this counselor and, and was saying like, oh, I'm just... I just had a lot of fun at camp and I I was really nervous about coming to camp and I was just nervous I was going to miss home and um, I really I've really had a lot of fun and so they're having this conversation and they kind of get to walking around the the side of the lake and the camper kind of has it's kind of stops and is like yeah we've had really good conversations about our faith and and about God and and they kind of stop and the counselor's kind of like, okay, like, I guess we're going to pause for a moment. And you can tell that the camp thinking about something and the camper goes, I have a question. And, and the counselor's like, oh, sure. Like, sure. What's your question? And the camper goes, is God, is God real? Do you know if God's real? And, and the counselor in this like moment, and they're like, literally like, like the lakes like right next to them they're not quite at the swimming area you can like hear all the kids like at the swimming area like jumping in screaming and the counselor like gets down onto her level and goes you know why you know you know why i 
question how I know that. Look all around you at this lake and all this beautiful, all these like trees and this grass and like all the animals and the fish that are swimming and all the people that are gathered here. You know how I know that like God is real is because of all of this. And the the camper takes a moment and like takes this like deep breath and goes, I thought so good (laughs) and it was just this moment of like realization and they like get up and they like continue walking along the path and it was just this really beautiful moment of like yes god is real um and 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 we know this because of all that we're surrounded by this beautiful earth and this beautiful creation and like that they had this just like on the walk to the creek and or on the walk to the lake um and it was just this it's this beautiful story of how we experience God um, in this place and in so many other places too, but like along the way, it's a really neat one. I was thinking as you were sharing first these stories about the porch, I was kind of thinking, you know, I bet Jesus sat on porches or porticos or rooftops, you know, depending on how, Um, like where they were and what the architecture was like sometimes in some of those houses in ancient Israel they would sit on the rooftop and you know we don't really like have any of those conversations as fully recorded when he's kind of like in those outside in between spaces and and then as you start talking about the walking it's like oh Jesus walked everywhere you know that's how they got around (laughs) Jesus didn't have a car or a train or a bus you know Jesus walked, I guess they were sometimes in boats. And then as you started telling the story about, you know, with this little one and this question, is God real? It's like, oh, this is the road to Emmaus. Like, this is the story in Luke. I'm pretty sure it's Luke 24, where these two disciples are walking along and they are they're questioning if God is real because uh, Jesus had died. He was crucified and he had been resurrected, but like they, they hadn't seen the body. They just knew that the body was gone. And, you know, they're also har- sad about this. And Jesus shows up like, and Jesus mm-hmm. tells them all of these things about the scriptures and uh, the Hebrew scriptures and these ancient and holy stories and how Jesus was the fulfillment of that. And this was a much longer walk. This was like seven miles. So I think much longer <laughs> right from the cabin to the lake and they're adults so they probably have a longer attention span too but it's very much this like is God real is I think what they're wrestling with and then by the end it's like yes like God is real and this was Jesus and our hearts were burning and we're gonna go tell everyone about it and I along the way and like along the way is always the phrase that we use when talking about the road to Emmaus too, that Jesus comes alongside of us um, and walks with us. And just like those like ordinary, like there's not really anything like fully special about it. It's just a typical like side of the road. And I'm when I think about like making meaning out of our, our biblical stories, we often focus on the characters or what's going on, what action's happening, but we don't always pay attention to like where it's happening and the space and the place and how much that means to the story um, and reminding us that like we have, we make space and take up space and we're part of the story too um, as like Jesus meets us 
along the road or in a boat or where like on a riverside. I mean, there's so many places that we hear and 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 stories that we hear of of Jesus being in places like busy temples and like also like in the wilderness where like no one else is around and pretty wild place too um so many different on mountaintops and on the plains and just we don't often always think about the places that we find and how those places are holy and how like god is present in those places too yeah and and just as you were listing off all of those different places where jesus's ministry happened and where he had these really life-changing conversations some of them were in the temple like like where you're saying but often when he was in the temple, people really didn't like what he was saying, right? They were usually like getting into arguments. Mm-hmm. But like most of Jesus's ministry happened out, probably literally outside, but then also outside of the temple walls. And so this idea of, I mean, obviously the name is all places together. So like, you know, that's what we're about here. But I think just like these stories that you've shared, like, and, and that reminder that Jesus is with us wherever we are and that it could be in the church and it, it could be at a church camp, but also think of like all the other places you walk. When you walk the dog, when you're sitting on the porch with uh, like at a restaurant right now, like maybe you're not comfortable eating outside, inside, so you're sitting on the porch of a restaurant. Like there's all of these also like parallel places to the places that you have shared that might not be on church camp property, but God is equally there as well. Absolutely. And I think too, like, especially for those, um, and like I'm speaking to of just the summer camp staffers, just from my own personal experience, uh, in the times in between summers when I would be back at school or I would be uh, with family or in all places, remembering that place and remembering and like feeling like that place that would be like set place i'm gonna pause for a moment sorry you're gonna have to edit this my dog is like really whining and i'm sure it's probably not good for sound so just one second and we can go back to that i can't hear it at all but go take care of your dog so you feel better so you can focus better i'm not sure what she's doing yeah oh luna baby run out of water there's <laughs> just no water in her bowl so, oh thirsty girl so where what were we even talking about you're saying that like uh it's like that caroline for instance is kind of like the reset point yeah and thinking about camp staff there was a point that i was trying to make there and we'll we'll try again but as i think about our summer camp staff and the the places that they go from this place back into school or wherever it may be um and the places that that they have these really strong like built community here where they spend time um that we call it tag time time alone with god Uh, and there's this intentional place of just really um really growing and learning and leading um, and you really experience God. And when you leave this place and go back to school or wherever it may be, um, back to your home or however it may be, and um, 
experiencing uh, tough times or whatever it may be that you experience of of having this place as a as always a place that you can come home to as a place that can be that reset and can be uh, a place that you do experience um, in new ways. So Sarah, if someone's never been to Caroline Furnace before and now they've heard you tell all of the amazing things about it and they want some tag time, how can they get tag time at Caroline Furnace? Sure. So we um, offer opportunity to do that and particularly in this time when we're really intentional about um, keeping one another safe and keeping um, distance as needed. Um, we offer several quiet days where you can come to our property and just experience God. Um, and then we also offer a couple of retreats that we actually sponsor where you can come as an individual or with family um, and experience a couple of those um, experiences with us as well. So an opportunity for folks to come either as individual family, whatever that may look like for you. You can come and experience this place and experience God. And one of the upcoming events that we're doing is an event called Faith Where You Are for Young Adults. Um, and it's an opportunity to really just, as you may be transitioning in life, or just trying to figure out where what's next and where where your vocation may be, an opportunity to gather and have conversation, but also just have um, alone with God in this place and explore this place. Um, as I mentioned before, we offer those quiet days. Our next one is going to be October 6th. Um, and then we also have an opportunity for our folks that want to get outdoors and really uh, take in a little bit of an adventure. We have an adventure weekend, um, which is an opportunity for you to come and experience some of the activities that we do for our summer camp, but able to do this in a way that is smaller groups so that we can do it safely, gather safely together, but also experience this place and uh, be able to have conversation together about God and whatever's on your heart and on your mind. I love that. And you're never too old for camp. I know I've met plenty of adults who are like, oh, I never got to go to camp when I was a kid. Well, it is not too late. You can go as an adult and still have these amazing experiences. Absolutely. And we have, we, if it's something that you're not interested in, we also offer this place as a place for you. And if you have a group that needs a place to get away, maybe it's um, a group of friends or even just a group from work, whatever it may be. This is a set up, a set apart place where you can gather and have those conversations with one another in a way that's um, set apart from maybe some of the distractions of our everyday world. That there's places here where we can turn off the Wi-Fi and you really disconnect and put your phone down and too. Um, and so, yes, we absolutely do all of those options where you come and do your own retreat or join in on something that's already being provided. And I think Luna is inviting us with her barks right now to come and visit. I think that's what those barks are saying. Absolutely. That is what Luna's saying. Say, come and join us here. You are invited here to this space. 
Oh, Sarah, this has just been such a joy to gather with you in this way. In the show notes, we will link the Caroline Furnace website and Facebook and Instagram um, so that if you are interested in getting connected with the camp and connecting with Sarah, that you will have all of that at your fingertips. So just look down in the show notes for that. And just thank you. Thank you for joining us in this transition part of your life to share some of that vulnerability with us and to share these stories about such an amazing place. Absolutely. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It's great to be with you and I'm excited about all that is to come. Prayer for Trails. Traversing God, you came alongside the mourning disciples as they walked to Emmaus. You embraced their grief, explored their questions, and didn't let them go alone. As we walk on the trails of our lives, come alongside us too. Whether the trails are short or long, protect us. Comfort us in our grief. Challenge us in our questions. And remind us that your love is always with us, no matter where we go. Amen. Thank you for joining us at All Places Together. If you heard yourself or someone you know in these stories today, we hope you heard God too. To hear more about God's love with all people, wherever, whoever, and however they are, subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. This week, we loved hearing from Kristen, who said, All Places Together brings new voices and ideas to my weekly Sunday routine. I love taking a deep breath every week with Colleen and her guests as we center on faith, God in our life, and topics that inspire me to learn more. The podcast on abolition has made me think about how I can adopt this mindset of being an abolitionist in my own vocation and community. Kristen, I am so glad that you take a deep breath with us each week. Let's keep learning and loving the world together. I've got something special in store for y'all that I am so excited to share about. In September, All Places Together will start a brand new podcast series all about creation. As part of this series, I will be going live on Facebook each Tuesday night in September at 8 p.m. Eastern. This time will be a chance to dig deeper into that week's topic, for you to share places in creation that are dear to you, and for our community to continue to grow. You can find us on Facebook at All Places Together. Like and follow us there today so you don't miss a thing. Will I see you there? 
You can also find All Places Together on Instagram at the same handle. And as always, you can email me at allplacestogether at gmail.com. That's A-L-L-P-L-A-C-E-S-T-O-G-H-E-T-E-R at gmail.com. To continue to see All Places Together grow, you can give through our website. Scroll to the bottom where it says Give to All Places Together and you'll be redirected to our giving platform. Thank you to our mission partners of the Virginia Synod, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, and people like you. We know it can be hard to give financially, so know that we celebrate all of the ways that you share the stories of All Places Together with your people in your life. Who is someone that you have sat on the porch with or walked a trail with while discussing the big questions of life? Share today's podcast with them to keep the conversation growing. Until next time, remember that God loves you wherever, whoever, and however you are.